Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Excellent Podcast. I'm your cinematic host, Stefan Whitaker, the head honcho of SW Films. And welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, I just want to say thank you, first and foremost, to everybody who is here listening um, through Spotify or Apple or whatever site that you happen to be listening to the podcast on. And of course, thank you to all the folks that are watching on YouTube. Um, I'm glad to, to be back with you guys. I know that uh, these last couple episodes might have taken a little bit of time to get out there. I just want to say sorry and apologize, uh, first and foremost, to everybody who has been waiting for another podcast episode. Life has been crazy. And uh, planning everything for the podcast has also just been really wild. So um, I just appreciate you guys for sticking with me and for, uh, you know, accommodating these changes for the release of the podcast. Um, so I appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the Q&A podcast. That was a, was a really dope one. I'm very glad that I could get that set up, get that going for everybody. And, uh, you know, people ask questions. I definitely want to do another Q&A later on down the line, possibly maybe one towards the end of the year. I think that might be a thing. So we'll kind of figure out how that all will go down. Um, of course, thank you to, to my man, Dari, for being in the podcast as well. That episode, um, asking me all the questions and whatnot, that was really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, today is a very particular episode, very particular episode. It's going to be about therapy, therapy, therapists, uh, mental health, and a bunch of stuff. This is going to be a very different kind of episode. So I hope that you guys uh, can really join me and feel me on this one. Um, this is also my very first solo episode. Um, you could almost say the Q and a was like a solo episode, but this is a little bit different because, uh, I'm completely here by myself. I'm in my apartment. I just got back done from door dashing and hopped right into this podcast, <laughs> um, which is not usually something I would do, but, uh, trust and believe that as I'm recording this right now, this is actually the first time I've recorded a podcast in a little while. So, um, or at least since the Q and a, so, uh, I just want to, you know, do something a little bit different and give you guys an episode that uh, I think will give you guys a lot of insight on myself and insight on therapy and insight on mental health and stuff like that. And just, you know, doing all of that to, to, you know, remain who you are and to remain intact in the world. Right. Um, but before I go into that, I just want to talk about some shout outs first and foremost. Uh, first shout out that I want to talk about on this pod, of course, guys, is you guys should, if you have not already, be watching or watch and share and comment and like and subscribe. If you have not seen the Cinematic Excellence Reel number one on the SW Films YouTube channel, you guys should definitely check that out. It's also on Vimeo, also on Instagram, but uh, I'm going to link it here on YouTube. It's going to be, you know, here somewhere else. Or if you're looking on Spotify, Apple Music or Apple <laughs> Podcasts, whatever you're looking at, the link to the Cinematic Excellence Reel should be there. Um, that is my awesome compilation of all the work that I've done in 2020 and also in 2021. And I'm super excited to uh, continue to gain more clientele and stuff like that from the podcast or excuse me, from the reel and from the podcast, too. But um. Yeah, uh, go check out the Cinematic Excellence Reel. Go ahead and, and, and like it, subscribe after seeing it, <laughs> comment, share it. It really does help. Um, other shout outs. Uh, I guess other shout outs would technically be 
life things. But before I get into those, uh, shout out to everybody who has been a guest on my podcast so far. This is episode 12, um, episode 12. And I'm completely happy and excited that I've gotten a chance to get everybody, all these people around for this, uh, you know, for the pod and all the different interviews. So I just want to say shout out to everybody who's been around. Shout out to everybody who's shown support to the podcast. Always. It's always a, a pleasure to keep things going, to keep things moving like this. So I appreciate it all. Life shout out. So uh, I guess we'll say the most recent life shout out for me. Um, I had, you know, every single year, right? Or every single month or every couple of months, I always get hit with what I would say is the biggest thing in my career. I always get hit with the biggest opportunity of my career. And um, I got the biggest opportunity of my career so far this year in 2022. In February of 2022, I got the pleasure um, to be a first AD, a first assistant director for a Nike photo shoot uh, for Nike, you know, the official check swoop, you know, just do it, all that. I got to be a first AD with Nike. Um, <laughs> it's crazy to me because I was actually not supposed to be a first AD with Nike or for Nike. I was not supposed to be the first AD, but, you know, God said, hey, we're going to put you in this moment. Um, I'm not going to talk about it too in depth at the moment. I do want to stick with, you know, our main theme here uh, for the episode, but I will eventually talk about that probably in a shorter video, um, something that I could possibly put on YouTube specifically or something like that. I'll probably get into a conversation, but, um, or excuse me, not YouTube, but Instagram, I'll probably will do something like that for the pod. But for now, uh, I just want to say that was one of the biggest things that I've gotten hit with so far this year. It was a blessing. It was an awesome opportunity. I loved it. Um, as you guys are seeing this particular uh, video right now, and if you follow me on Instagram, especially my personal Instagram, um, which you guys can see on YouTube on the screen and also can get links of in the podcast, uh, the pictures from the from the photo shoot are already up on my, on my <laughs> fuck, I cannot speak, on my social medias, the picture's up. The pictures are up and uh, it was a really great experience. And uh, I cannot thank, first of all, the production coordinator, Monica Castro. Shout out to Monica. I cannot wait to have her on the, on, on the podcast to interview her. But she gave me that opportunity and uh, she didn't give it to me just because, you know, I'm, I'm you know, Stefan Whitaker. She well, I mean, kind of. She gave it to me because she knows the energy and, and the the knowledge and the skills and the determination that I have, the determination that I have. <laughs> so uh, I just want to say shout out to her first and foremost, and shout out to everybody else who helped me, my boy, Semi, uh, Maddie, everybody who helped me on that shoot. I really appreciate it. That was an awesome opportunity. Um, other life stuff, as I'm recording this uh, in a couple of days, I'm going to be going to North Carolina. Cannot wait for that. I'm super, super excited to go to North Carolina and, and take a little trip. So that should be fun. Um, that's going to be real, real fun. I'm, I'm going there to visit my, my dad and my dad's side of the family. Uh, my brother is also coming out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, for unfortunate reasons, is going to start off going to a funeral. Unfortunate. And I'm going to break more into that in, into the episode. But um, I'm excited to take a break, at least to take a break from North uh, California, you know, just take a break from this kind of streamlined experience that I'm having at the moment. But uh yeah, so um, 
I guess the best way to kind of go into it, guys, is we just go into this podcast and start talking about our topic, therapy, which uh, I know not a lot of people want to hear about therapy or to talk about therapy even. But um, I think it's important that we sit back and we actually have a conversation about therapy for a second. All right. So um, how do we get to this topic? Therapy, therapists. Let me I, I guess the best way I can go about this is to talk about my experience. And I don't want to be too long winded on any of these points. Um, but I do want this podcast to start a conversation with people. And um, I do hope that people resonate with everything that is going to be said for this. And I don't know what the fuck's going to be said for this. I'm just going to be speaking my mind <laughs> about therapy and things. Okay. So first and foremost, uh, one of the things that I forgot to mention in my very first podcast video, podcast episode, um, the introduction, right? I forgot to mention that therapy is kind of a big reason why this podcast is even a thing. Um, I never mentioned that to, to a lot of people. Um, I didn't mention that at all, really, in, the, in, in any of the episodes uh, prior to this one right now that you guys are listening to. I didn't mention it. And I don't really know why I kind of forgot. I maybe have brought up therapy slightly, you know, in some of the interviews, but I never really mentioned that in the very beginning of the podcast. And I really wanted to mention that because I think that was a very important point to the pod, right? Um, and therapy started it. I would say how, or the question really is maybe how did therapy start the podcast? So, you know, I, I just conversation, right. You know, um, the whole idea, at least in my mind, when it came to therapy is just bringing myself back to this sense of reality, the sense of who I actually am and the sense of, you know, uh, this sense of, you know, just being back whole or at least being present in the moment and, and, you know, accepting certain things of myself and certain things of the world or whatever. That's to me what therapy is, you know, and excellence, you know, obviously the biggest thing about this podcast, the excellent podcast is to, is to, is to feel that, is to feel that excellence and to realize that you have it, that it's there. And I think that the conversations that I had in therapy were led to that a lot, you know, they led to, moments of me feeling like that but sometimes you know sometimes it didn't and we'll, we'll delve into that but I don't know I felt like having conversations and talking about particular things that in maybe you know in things of my life and trying to break down how those things have helped me you know how life situations have helped me in a good bad or ugly way you know how it's led to that um is kind of what inspired the podcast and I felt like I wanted to create something that was going to speak to people um, as well as much as like, you know, in a therapeutic way, you know what I'm saying? Of course, we over here talking about movies and, and music and entertainment and all types of shit, entrepreneurship. But at the same time, people listening to, to me and to other podcasts, you know, it, it's, it can be therapeutic for some people, you know? Um, I mean, I feel like that. I mean, when I've listened to a couple of different podcasts, sometimes it's therapeutic, you know, it's not just therapy that started or influenced the podcast. Obviously, it's podcast that had the most influence. But when it comes to at least trying to tap into myself and also tap into the guests' emotions, you know, without you know without manipulating or anything anything like that. Of course, being in a safe space, uh, I felt like that was the most important 
piece to me when it comes to the podcast is, is really just being honest and real and authentic and transparent. And that's what I want to be for this episode. I want to be super transparent about my experience in therapy and all that kind of stuff. Um, so first and foremost, why did I go to therapy? This is going to be a long, a long, <laughs> a long story. So I hope you guys can bear with me while listening to this. So um, therapy, you know, therapy, I don't really remember the very first time I ever heard of anyone even talk about therapy, to be honest. I, I can't really remember when I even like start to realize like what the fuck therapy actually is or what it, you know, what it was to me in that mind back in whenever I first heard it. I never, I don't really remember much of that. The few times that I kind of remember therapy, I remember, you know, hearing about it, talking about it, Charlemagne the God, <laughs> shout out to the breakfast club, Charlemagne. I always watch, you know, breakfast club every day, whenever, you know, during the weekdays and Charlemagne, of course, being the uh, infamous radio host, but also I just think a, a really dope dude. Um, I heard, of course, him talk about therapy a lot. You know, he talks about it almost all the time. You know, it seems like he has like kind of changed his whole image based off of just being in therapy. And uh, I noticed that, you know, um, another kind of example, uh, I was on a film set, this movie called uh, Antelier, I think is what it's called, or Antler, something like that. It's a short film. Shout out to directed by Jace. I'm actually link it. I'm going to link it in, on the YouTube video. Um, but uh, there's a scene in that particular film where we had to shoot in like a therapy setting. Um, that was an experience too, right? Those are like the moments that pop in my head, the things that pop in my head when I think about therapy. Um, but at least how I first got into therapy, the first time I had to really go to therapy was, man, uh, was really when I moved to California, unbelievably enough. I never went to therapy in Indiana. I didn't really even think about it. I think honestly, the, the work that I was creating and the stuff that I was doing, especially at that level felt very therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just consistently working towards a goal and I've made it, I've made it all kind of come true in a way, not all of it, not definitely not all of it barely have touched the surface really. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still at the surface. I haven't gotten deep enough to where it's like, I've made all the shit happen. But when I was first starting out in my career in 2016, you know, graduating from college and, and shooting a lot of music videos for my cousin and, and for uh, Mr. Two and nine, all that kind of stuff. It, it became therapeutic because I was, I was able to, I just had so much control of the creativity and things that I was trying to do at the time. Um, but you know, things obviously went wrong in those times, but I didn't go to therapy. I didn't go to therapy. So when I came here to California, there was a particular moment right before the pandemic, actually, where I decided, you know what? I need to go to therapy because the things that I didn't go to therapy for maybe back in Indiana, back growing up, whatever, I was like, damn, this is there. Ha there there's, I think I've reached the limit where I, I now I need to get this figured out for myself. Right now, I need to have a better hold on all of this. So I decided to um, to 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 call up someone now, obviously, uh, with therapy. I had to think to myself, how the fuck am I going to, who am I going to, who's going to be my therapist? How am I going to find a therapist? 
I didn't, I had no clue. I didn't know anybody who was a therapist, you know, personally, I didn't know anyone personally who was a therapist or, you know, even operated in that space. So I had to be kind of, I had to really kind of thoroughly search, like, who am I going to find? You know, I used to live up in the North Bay, North Bay, I used to live in Vallejo for a little while. So um, the obvious, the obvious was to find someone local where I was at, that I could, you know, go to an office or whatever and have that, have that established. Um, so I just remember it was March. It was March of 2020. <laughs> uh, and I was talking to someone at the time, my ex was talking to somebody at the time and uh, just, it wasn't working out. It wasn't, it didn't go the way that I wanted to, especially after I did something that I felt like was a great gesture and that person did not take it as a great gesture it maybe you put a little pressure on that person and it kind of collapsed, you know, it really, really collapsed, I think. And around that time was also, <laughs> was also what we didn't realize was also about, you know, about to be the beginning of, of this whole COVID shit, this whole pandemic, this lockdown, all that kind of stuff. It was literally like the beginning of that. So as you can see, there's a huge dilemma all, all across the board. <laughs> um, I spoke to this, to this uh, therapist. Now, mind you, the therapist that I was trying to look for, I wanted to look for someone who could really relate to me and really relate to like any deep-rooted issues that I've had. Um, so I had to find someone who was Black to be my therapist. You know, I don't want a white therapist, an Asian therapist, a Latina therapist. I didn't want any of that, you know, and, and, not saying that wouldn't be essential or helpful to me, but I felt like I needed someone who could really relate to maybe how I view things at least, or at least how the world views me. You get what I'm saying? So um, I found a black woman as my therapist and, uh, and, and we, you know, I spoke to her on the phone and this is right after kind of that collapsing part that I mentioned. And, uh, I was just deciding, you know, if I should do it. But then all of a sudden, the very next like week or so, the world shut down, basically, or COVID started to creep in. And then, you know, the world shut down. And I was like, damn, well, I guess I can't do therapy. <laughs> I guess I can't do it. So I literally did not do therapy during the entire pandemic. And um, also a lot of the issues that I was facing at that time they kind of mended itself however however it had to happen. It mended itself, but it also new problems emerged. Obviously, you know, the pandemic created a whole lot of new problems, but then also we had the protests, you know, after George Floyd passed and, and, and Ahmaud Arbery and all these different kinds of situations just kept coming across the timeline and these protests started happening. So a bunch of problems obviously got created from that. So I don't know. Uh, I didn't go through therapy during that entire time you know, mainly just because of, I think money was a big reason as well. Uh, you know, the pandemic, I didn't work a whole lot until, until about the summertime and then summertime, it started to kind of be consistent, but I had to really build up, I had to build up my work and stuff again. So it just, it really took some time to get things going. Um, so flash forward to October of 2020, um, October of 2020, a lot of shit happens. Actually, I, I kind of want to give you all the timeline, right? Um, October of 2020, the very beginning of it, my short film, Sweet Mirage, 
released to the public. Um, it was my second short film I've ever done. And it finally, finally released. I had a showing in Oakland, like October 10th or something like that. But on the very same day that Sweet Mirage released, I also broke up. I had my relationship that I was in, we split. It ended the same day that my film released. Um, I've never really spoken about that publicly and I'm not necessarily going to do, like I do want to speak about it publicly in a way, but I don't think this podcast is the way for me to do it. I, I do have another kind of event or situation where that'll be a thing, but that is something that happened. Uh, we broke up. I mean, I've spoken about it on my podcast before, now that I think about it too, but not in depth. Um, in 2020, right? That let, let me let me let me go back. Let me go back a little bit. So in March, that happened. Like I said, things began to mend itself and really connect for the relationship to actually be a thing during the summertime of 2020. And then split ended October of 2020, right? Um after that, after the short film released, I worked on two big projects. I worked with Airbnb. I did a commercial with them, like an industrial type commercial. Um, it was like a week long thing. Went to Airbnb's headquarters and, and it was pretty interesting. Um, and then after that, I worked on Shang-Chi, which, you know, uh, if you're a Marvel fan, um, Shang-Chi was a really big movie, really, really big movie. And uh, that was a pretty big success to work on that, to be a part of that. That was awesome. Now, while all of this is happening, guys, I'm fucking depressed. <laughs> like, like you got to think, right? I was, I, I was in a relationship that I was, I mean, to explain, I guess, maybe my perspective and how I viewed the relationship and how I just was in the relationship. I cared a little too much that then too much than I, uh, I guess should have, if that makes if that makes sense. I, I was, I was heavily into the relationship while I feel like the other person was not, you know, and that can, that can hurt you for real, especially when you just are kind of like enthralled into it almost, almost too deep into deep. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when the relationship ended, as well as my film, as well as the film coming out that remind y'all <laughs> The person who I was in a relationship with is, is, is a part of the film, is a part of the film. And uh, you got to, that, that now, now that that film is out and it's there, it sticks, it sticks with me for as long as my filmography is alive, right? And I feel like even when I die, you know, my filmography is going to be here. You know, that's, that's the plan at least, right? I, I, I want to... I have to create things that I can still live through, live through the world and, and inspire the world and all that kind of stuff while I'm gone. And, you know, Sweet Mirage got a pretty big response when it came out. You know, I put ads on it for YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, and it, it you know, got really good success at the, at the showing that I had it at in Oakland. Uh, it, was, it was a big thing, right? It was a really, really big and important piece for me. So to have that relationship end while the film comes out and then, you know, there's this kind of this, there's this metaphorical thing that kind of comes together for me about the film and how it connects to the actual relationship and all that kind of stuff. It, it, uh, it definitely sent me through a little bit of a depressive 
state for a minute, you know, so much so to where right after Shang-Chi, um, I went back to Indiana for a little while. Um, and I had went back to Indiana specifically because I had work to do there. I was directing a couple of music videos and commercials and stuff like that. So I had to go back for that. Um, but also I feel like something that was kind of unspoken is that I just needed to take a break. <laughs> I really needed to, needed to, uh, Oh, hold on. Stem, did I fuck up the audio? Okay, never mind. Sorry, y'all. Um, let me just make sure there ain't nothing messing up. Anyway, um, I went back home to Indiana for a while for work. But what I was unspoken was that I went back home to also, uh, to also. To, to just be back home, to get away. You know what I mean? I needed to go home and, and, and really like reflect, right? And I took a one way to Indiana, which was something I'm gonna keep it real. I will never do that one way shit again. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't wanna say I'll never do it, but like that was a mistake of me doing it the first time. I took a one way trip to Indiana uh, because I didn't really know how long the production that I was going to be working on was going to take. And the reason why I definitely made that mistake, uh, the reason why, you know, the reason why I'll never do that again and make that mistake is because legitimately the, the project was not a high enough budget for me to do that. You know, and I had another project that I was going to go to Indiana for that ended up dropping because the folks just didn't have the budget. So that's a whole nother conversation. Business wise, those are some mistakes not to make. But I took a one way trip, one way ticket. And I spent time home, you know, Um home is 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 always a therapeutic place for me home in every spot like i just mentioned how i'm going to be going to north carolina pretty soon when this episode drops i've already had been through north carolina i don't go to north carolina option i i don't go to north carolina often uh i don't go to north carolina often because i just don't you know um and it's expensive you know i don't know why the fuck flying from california to north carolina is so expensive but it is expensive as fuck I hate it. I hate it a lot, actually. <laughs> um, I hate it, how expensive it is. But regardless, I don't go there often um, because, you know, I didn't grow up in North Carolina, but my dad is out there. Um, my dad's side of the family, all my cousins, I got a lot of close cousins that are there. Um, shit, a few of my my favorite rapper of all time, one of them is, is from there, J. Cole. Um, you know, there's like, there's like, North Carolina is, is home for me. It is. It definitely is home for me. So, and I think, you know, being around home and being around family and all that kind of stuff, it is going to be therapeutic for sure to be in those spaces. Um, but Indiana is definitely therapeutic because I have much more resources. And, you know, outside of family, I have a lot more people there that, you know, build a bit of uh, comfort for me. You know what I'm saying? My, my friends there, uh, my mom, my brother, my niece, you know past clients new clients that are still able to to be a part of part of the, the the work that we're doing all of that is um all of that is there in indiana so my thing is this is like uh i, I had to go home just to get away because the emotions was definitely running through my head right and while i'm in indiana even before i go back to indiana right right after the breakup is when I started therapy. I reached back out to my therapist 
and we rekindled, you know, she remembered me, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, I, I finally need to make this a thing. I finally need to go on and do this, right? Um, uh, you know, I only really did therapy maybe twice a month or something like that. The money of it, the, the price of everything was expensive. You know, I paid a little bit of money a session and, you know, uh, it was just a lot. But luckily, uh, you know, I had a conversation with my mom at one point and my mom, you know, agreed to help me out and, you know, pay for some sessions and stuff for me. And we would kind of just, you know, uh, uh, rotate, I guess, payments and stuff like that for, for, for uh, therapy. And, um, you know, I don't necessarily my mom, you know, I'm, I think my mom has definitely gone through therapy. I, I would hope so, just with all the things that she's gone through her life. But uh, she she, you know, realized like, OK, you probably should go to therapy. And the fact that I'm taking that step, you know, she was just happy and proud that I did it. And we're going to talk about that, too, because it's it's an obvious thing that a lot of men, black men especially, don't like to go to therapy. We, we'll get to that. But while I was in Indiana, I was going through these therapy sessions. I was having my I was having my my uh, conversations and, and it just became a thing for real. Always going through therapy. Um, the very first session I had. The very first few sessions I had were really eye opening. They were really, really eye opening for me, actually. It was interesting because, you know, I was doing I had a, I, I didn't do any uh, in-person uh, sessions at all. I never did any in-person sessions. I always did my sessions over um, over an app, which I think I still have the app on my phone. Telehealth. That's the app that I used. I use telehealth and I did I did therapy through there. And my therapist would send me a link. I would click the link. We always did it at a certain time a week. Um, like I said, I would, I would do it like twice a week. So I would do biweekly sessions. And, um, the first few sessions, man, were really, 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 really good. Um, like it, it opened up my eyes to so much shit. And I was there, you know, I was there talking about, you know, a specific situation through most of the, most of the, most of my time in therapy, but it really was just super helpful to have these conversations with someone who I don't know, but, and someone who doesn't have like a bias of me, like they're not, they want me to be, they want me to get better. They want me to succeed, but they're not and from the beginning. They're, they're not necessarily in my favor because here's the thing, right? Um, therapy is the, a lot of people don't want to, a lot of people will always say, and I used to say this shit too, but like a lot of people would say, I don't need to go to therapy because I have my family and my friends to talk to me and talking to them is therapeutic. Um, I'll say this, right. Talking to your family and to your friends, it can be therapeutic, but they are in favor from you from the beginning. And uh, I think talking to someone who does not know you and does not, you know, have that bias of you, you know, I think is different. And someone, first of all, who's a fucking professional, <laughs> you know, uh, like my 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 friend and my family members are not therapists. Yes, you know, they have a certain perspective and certain maybe wisdom and and experience of life that um, that definitely is insightful. 
But once again, there's, there's certain things as a therapist, especially when it comes to even the diagnosing part and which is nothing that I was involved in, but you know, when, I, and I think even when I think it's a whole different thing, I think that's a psychiatrist. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give you guys like the, the straight up fucking facts. I'm just telling you my experience, you know what I'm saying? Just my experience and, and, and my opinions of therapy and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Google is your friend, but what I'm saying is, is that it was just, it was important that fact of it, but I will say that was also a scary thing about therapy for me. Right. And I think for other folks, I, th I think that's like a, a normal thing is that people are a little weary of therapy because it's like, yo, I'm talking to somebody who I don't fucking know. I don't know how they feel about me. Do they really have me? You know, is, am I, is my well-being really in their favor? Do they really want to see me be better? Like, you know, some motherfuckers just don't know. Um, and that was always my thing about therapy, too, is just like. It's like there's an idea in your head that you wish it was like you were talking to like somebody who was like godly. And when I mean my godly or just this AI kind of thing, like someone who just will just give you the answers um, like a robot or some shit, <laughs> really like a robot. But um, it just, you know, it's, it's just, that's not it. You're also talking to a human being as well, you know, who, you know, they have shit that's probably going on through their head as well. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that's one of the hard things to grasp is like, I'm still talking to someone who's also just as imperfect as I am. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, sometimes that, sometimes if I think too much into that, it takes me out of what therapy is supposed to, what therapy is really supposed to do and what's, what, is, what it's supposed to be. Um, but, you know, I, I went through therapy for a year. I told myself I wanted to accomplish that. I wanted to go through therapy for a year. And I did. And there was a lot of moments where I didn't do therapy. Like, so for instance, while I was in Indiana, um, there's like legal things. And I don't know if it's, you know, goes by state or whatever. And sometimes, you know, health insurance, all that shit kind of plays a part of it. Um, I don't have health insurance in California. Um, I got, I still have all that shit in Indiana, but uh, health insurance, you know, my health insurance in Indiana ain't going to work for really health insurance out in California, especially for something like this therapy. So there was just a thing where because of legal reasons and, you know, just state reasons for, for therapists, if they're, if you're, if their customer or customer, their client, whatever is not in the state, then they can't do sessions with that, with those people. It was a weird thing. I don't necessarily remember it all, but there was a certain point where I actually had to stop doing therapy while I was in Indiana um, because I would just wasn't there. And uh, that what didn't become much of an issue, but I think it kind of did, kind of became an issue um, because my time in Indiana was not pleasant as, it, as I would have liked it to be. I, I had, you know, two pretty successful productions I was happy with. Um, I had to deal with a lot of like, you know, maybe some bullshit of the productions afterwards, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but I stayed in Indiana for three months and I was not trying to be there for three months. I was trying to be in Indiana up until, hmm, I was trying to be in Indiana up until I want to say up until Christmas or some shit, I, something like that. I think I was going to be in Indiana maybe till Thanksgiving and then leave right after that. 
But no, I ended up staying in Indiana for three months. Mind you, I came to Indiana in October. I didn't leave Indiana until February of 2021. Crazy. I was there for three months. Um, And a lot of things led to that. You know, I spent way too much fucking money on bullshit. I bought an iPad, never got my iPad. Had to, had to, you know, cancel those orders, get that money back. I bought hella Christmas gifts that year. Um, a lot of Christmas gifts. I just came to Indiana with a lot of money. You know, Shang-Chi money had came through, Airbnb, a bunch of checks came through. So I just took all that shit and ran with it, right? Plus, I was making money in Indiana from doing the productions. Um, So, you know, I had a lot of stuff. I bought hella shit, right? Bought, bought hella shit. Um, and, you know, I all that money, I just basically became broke at that time, (laughs) you know? And uh, I think a lot of that just came from, from me maybe coping with stuff. You know, I don't want to call it retail therapy. You know, I don't want to call that type of therapy. I don't really know if that's a type of therapy. Maybe. Yeah. I, uh, I spent a lot of my money and then also I just, I was not having the greatest of conversations and connections, relationships with some people, you know, close to me or people that I even met, you know, like, for instance, me and my mom, I love my mom. I've shouted her out so much on this podcast. I love you, mom. I know you're going to be watching this one. Um, but, you know, me and my mom, I had ridiculous ass arguments with my mom when I came back home. <laughs> so much so to where, like, when I actually left to go back to California, you know, my mom, my brother and my mom's friend and my niece, I think they all dropped me off back to uh, back to the airport. And, you know, uh I like left Indiana by having a conversation with my or having an argument with my mom. You know, it was, it was a lot of shit like that. It was, it was bad. You know, mom was crying. I couldn't, I, 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 I held back tears, not even held back. I just, I just felt like I had really drained myself so much in the past three months, past fucking year that there was just nothing for me to say. So I left, you know, and, and luckily by the grace of God and just, you know, this last year in general, um, you know, me and my mom haven't had any issue, issues or conversations like that, you know, and it's, and which is good, you know what I'm saying? But during that entire time, yo, I had bad, bad attitude was fucked up. I was not in the best place. You know, I had met a person and, uh, you know, because that, because that person didn't meet certain needs or certain things that I wanted, I'd, kind of just like, you know, threw that person to the trash, basically, you know, and it, and it didn't, it didn't bounce back at me, but it definitely led to, you know, <laughs> led to me trying to, led to me getting cussed out, I guess, you know, I, I was not in the, in the best headspace and it's obvious because I was just got out of a relationship, you know, my film, while my film was successful and I had seen that I was such, I was such in a conflicted space. I was such in a conflicted space. And even though I was going through therapy at that time, I think the moment when I had to stop doing therapy until I got back to California, it, uh, it definitely played a part, you know, and, and, and the first couple of sessions through therapy anyway is not going to be, um, are not going to be the fix, the fixer to certain situations. Right. So, uh, to kind of move it along of this, of this, uh, my experience in therapy, uh, I came back to Indiana or excuse me, I came back to California. And I hopped on a show called Blind Spotting, which Blind Spotting season two, by the time you guys are hearing this, Blind Spotting season two should already be in production and I am working on it. 
<laughs> or, you know, I'm going to work on. I don't know when this is going to come out. But yes, Blind Spotting Season 2 is happening. But I worked on Blind Spotting Season 1 as well. And um, that definitely opened up an experience, opened up a, a perspective and stuff for me. Um, it, it opened up a perspective of just where I was at in terms of my environment, you know, and it made me just appreciate a lot of stuff, you know, because the show is very, is very Bay Area based, very Oakland based. And uh, there was just an experience of that show that made me appreciate where I was at. And uh, just being away from Indiana at that time, I was appreciating all that, all that shit too. So that all just became a situation that was super, super important for me. I went through therapy for the entire year, like I said, of 2021. And um, uh, as, as this podcast is happening, I am no longer in therapy. Um, and I want to talk about that, why I left. Uh, you know, you got to think of it like this. When you do a contractual thing with uh, therapy or anything like that, I would assume most of it is like a situation like when you're renting an apartment or whatever else right like it's like a lease type of situation and then i can renew renew some shit and then i can go back into it as you would do with an apartment um that was kind of the situation with my with my therapy is i could have renewed but i did it um and i will say this when i ended therapy in october of 2021 uh 2021 was just a crazy year for me because I, I uh, a lot of the stuff, the big projects that I worked on came out, Matrix, Venom 2, Shang-Chi, um, you know, working with Steph Curry, getting a picture with Steph and, and Marshawn Lynch and all these different kind of things, all these cool people I've worked with and awesome products I've worked on. And, you know, the Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar music video, Family Ties, like all of that became a thing. I, I felt good towards the end of the year, October, especially October, November. I felt good. Um, so when I ended therapy, and I really took in all my therapy sessions the best that I could. I actually truly felt good. I, I had kind of really gotten over uh, things in my relation, my past relationship and all that kind of shit. I, I had gotten over these traumas from when I was younger and, and in the past and all this kind of stuff that I never even thought of or, you know, all that kind of shit. I never thought about that. And there's, you know, a lot of things and situations that I didn't get to speak on other really big things that still linger in my mind that I never got a chance to speak on. But um, what I was dealing with currently at that time, at the time, I had, I had kind of overcome at least maybe some of those thoughts for, for the moment, <laughs> we'll say. So I decided to leave because a couple of reasons. I decided to leave one because the shit is expensive. Paying for a session every, you know, bi-weekly, I'm paying like a lot a month and I'm already paying a lot for all this other shit that I have to do. So the fact that that was the thing that, oh shit, now it's me that has to be in this position <laughs> to, uh, you know, I moved into my apartment and I had a couple sessions here, but I had to pay for this shit. Now it just became, it just became much more expensive. So I told myself, you know what, there's other things I have to spend my money on and that I should prioritize. And, and of course, it may sound crazy to people, but, you know, because mental health, your health in general, you should prioritize always first, you know. Um, but I decided that I needed to 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 end my experience with therapy, um, at least for now. 
that was one of the reasons, you know, just me moving into my own space and uh, everything else. I just, I just realized that I wouldn't be able to really afford therapy. And uh, I decided to stop, you know, and it's crazy because when I, you know, I was almost afraid to tell my therapist and this goes back to this whole, you're talking to a human being, right? Because they also have feelings too. Um, but also they don't, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's weird. It's weird. But like, I felt weird saying that to her that, you know, I, I wanted to stop doing therapy because, you know, I don't know if my therapist thought I was ready to leave, <laughs> you know, and I didn't think I was truly ready, but at the same time, I, I just knew that for the time being, for that time, it, it had to happen. So I, I decided to stop therapy. Um, and my thing is, is when I stopped therapy, I felt good for like a week. And then I, I kind of, I, a bunch of other things happened that I was like, damn, I really wish that I didn't leave therapy. Like I should have stayed. That's the thing that came to my head, right? That's the shit that came to my head right after I got out of therapy. After like a week of being free, no therapy. And then the next week, oh shit, things happen. And those things were kind of caused by me. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were caused by me. And, you know, uh, I didn't have those conversations with people. I didn't have a whole lot of conversations with people to, uh, to bring me back down to earth, I guess, or to bring me back down to a point of, I don't know, realization, contingency, something, you know, and I realized like, fuck, I probably should have stayed, <laughs> you know, but um, at this point now, when I talk, as I talk about therapy, um, would I go back to therapy? Absolutely. Would I go back? I most certainly would go back to therapy and I do plan on it. You know, I don't know when though, <laughs> if I'm keeping it a buck with you, I don't know when, but I would go back to therapy and, and, you know, maybe I would try, I still would first and foremost look for a black person, a black woman to be my therapist. But maybe this next approach, I would have a black man be my therapist because, you know, a black woman, while she understands, you know, um, the trials and tribulations of, of it is, is me, is if I'm talking, to, you know, if I'm talking to a mirror, someone who is a black man who might have a certain kind of situation, that might be interesting as well. But there's also, you know, there, I don't know. It depends. It really depends on on what I would choose and all that kind of stuff and, and just, and whatnot. But I most certainly would go back to therapy because I just think, I think I need to, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I've gone through a pretty good start of 2022, I've gone through a pretty good start of the year. The podcast has been great. SW films has been slowly, but surely making moves and doing what it needs to do. And I've, and I've, like I said, I've conquered the biggest thing of my career so far being a first AD with Nike. Um, yeah, I think I still need therapy, you know, because there's definitely some things, especially this past week, I'll say, um, I'm recording this, you know, it's the beginning of March um, that I'm recording this, this episode, but there's definitely things that I'm like, man, I, I, I definitely wish I had, I, I definitely wish I had my therapist to speak to, you know, because I just feel like it could help me make sense of some things. Because even though I had my first year of therapy, there's still a lot of stuff that I kind of forget in conversation, you know, just in ways of maybe how to approach uh, uh, a situation, a conversation, a connection, a relationship, a friendship, uh, you know. And I feel like my therapist obviously helped in that. So 
I would definitely go back to therapy. Um, when, I don't know, but uh, definitely I would go back. Should others go to therapy? Should others go? You know, growing up in my life and kind of seeing how certain people have operated in my life, my friends, my family, uh, fellow creatives and all that kind of stuff, I would highly suggest people to go to therapy. But I'm going to I'm gonna be objective here because there's also reasons why I would say not to. And there's also reasons I would say to go to therapy. I'm going to give you guys some lists of both, right? Both sides. Why you shouldn't go to therapy. <laughs> I'll say why you shouldn't or why, you know, maybe it's not for you. You know, um, if you were that person like me in the beginning who feels like you should, you, you want the answers to something. You want the answers to any issues that you have. Um, and, you know, you come to that idea and realization that it's like, oh, shit, I'm not talking to, you know, I'm not talking to a robot. I'm not talking to God. I'm not talking to, you know, these divine beings or these, these unflawed human being, you know, beings, not human beings, unflawed beings. Uh, and you're realizing that you're talking to an imperfect human being, just like yourself. Then, you know, I can understand how that might deter some people away because it, it I think it had deterred me away for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and even while I was going through therapy, there was just moments where it's like, I found my, there was a, there was a few random moments in my, in, in my therapy experience where I felt bad for the therapist. Now, not anything about their life in particular, but I, there was one particular moment that comes to my mind. And that's what really br brings me to the point of like, oh, wow, I'm talking to another human being still is, um, you know, there was one day where my therapist didn't send me the link or they showed up late for the link. And I had to like, because of situations I had or my schedule at the time, I couldn't do the therapy session. And I was a little upset at that, right? Because the therapist, uh, you know, would take money from my account every single, every single, you know, session. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I had like rent and all this other kind of shit going on. I'm like, yo, I really need you to take this money <laughs> out of my account. And I really need to go do this session because if not, I, this money could be used somewhere else, you know? And I was a little upset about that. And I mentioned that to my therapist and all that kind of stuff. And um, I remember my therapist kind of like, you know, said to me as well, she said to me like, you know, uh, something about, and, and I'm saying all this stuff not to be, you know, because, you know, the conversations I have with my therapist, of course, confidential, so I'm not leaking anything, but, um, and I'm just speaking my experience, but, you know, my therapist had basically just mentioned like, you know, that she's, has a life and a human being too, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know, it just made me feel bad about how I reacted towards her. And I didn't really react in a crazy, like, motherfucker, what you doing? Why you late, motherfucker? You know, I got problems and shit. Like, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't saying that. You know, I'm fucked up in the head, bitch. Why are you doing that? I wasn't, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't saying none of that shit at all. But, you know, it did make me feel a little bad, you know, and, uh, and I don't know. You know, I don't like I've spoken to a few, few uh, a few people about that. And, you know, some people are like, damn, you shouldn't feel bad. Your your therapist has a job to do. It's their job. Uh, to be on time and all that shit and whatnot. And, you know, everybody goes through different things and their own lives and shit. So I just I just I didn't make it much of a big thing. But, uh, 
that definitely, you know, while I was going through therapy, just realizing like, there's not the answers that I maybe want to hear. I'm not hearing. I can understand how that deters somebody, but that's, but that's important though. You know, it's important to not just, to not just be given what you, what you want all the time. You feel me? So I get it. Um, people cope with different kinds of different kinds of methods. You know what I'm saying? Like, Therapy was a good way to cope, you know, art, film, you know, when I created No Sweat Pimp, all this other kind of shit I would do, poetry back in the, you know, sometimes, like, whenever I would just create shit, talk to people on the phone, like, literally, you know, whatever, like, all that shit creates is uh, some sort of coping thing for me, and it helps for real, it really, really helps, Um, so that was just big, and that was important for me. But a lot of people will cope with negative shit. You know, people will cope with alcohol, drugs, sex, you know, uh, crime, literally. I mean, there's different there's different ways that people cope with shit. Right. So. Um, I don't know. I was at what point was on. I definitely I kind of rambled on a little bit. Y'all. I, I, there's not I don't want to say that there's 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 reasons why people shouldn't go but I, I I will just say that I understand why people don't want to go some people have said that they've gone through therapy before and they just you know they can't find anyone that'll really relate to them and uh, of course there's that thing that idea that I've always heard too before I went into therapy is like sometimes you have to go and talk to many people you know before you find the right person that idea definitely fucking sucks I hate that idea like what like I get it's like a relationship. Like sometimes you might have to go through hell of motherfuckers before you find that one. And I never liked that idea with a therapist. It was like, you know, what the hell? You know what I mean? Um, I felt like my therapist before, um, I felt like she was definitely a, a, a really good fit. Um, definitely a really good fit. But, you know, I, I feel like if I was going to move on to therapy, therapy again, I feel like I'd probably do a different, you know, deal with a different person or maybe go back to her. I don't know. Uh, but sometimes, yeah, I can understand that you do have to find the right person before find the right person for whatever kind of emotions or situation that you're feeling. Um, so I can understand that, you know, I've spoken to hella people about going to therapy. I've spoken to so many fucking people about going to therapy. There are so many people in my family. Look, I'm about to go to North Carolina for a funeral. And I'm going to say, you know, I don't know a lot of my cousins and aunts and uncles like real like personal lives like that. But I would say through what has happened, especially on my dad's side of the family recently with a lot of a lot of people passing away uh, and just through whatever kind of, you know, their situations growing up and, and all this kind of shit, I would say that majority of everyone that I'm going to see in North Carolina probably needs some therapy, probably needs to ha- see a therapist, to have a therapist. Um, you know, and, and I and I understand that I, 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 I as from the outside looking in, I grew up very differently and I'm not going to get too too personal with this. But like I grew up very differently than a lot of people in my on my dad's side of the family. Um, I didn't grow up like them. They didn't grow up like me. You know what I mean? A lot of people grew up in trailer homes and in the country and, you know, uh, you know, different different uh, coping mechanisms, you know, compared to when I had it. You know, I, I would say a lot of them, I would say like this. Right they realized that they had problems and issues very early on me. I did it. Right. <laughs> I would say that's why therapy is, is a thing for me now. It's like, Oh, 
I really got to come back and, and really reflect on some shit that I just maybe have never thought about. Um, so it's like a lot of people in my family need therapy. My friends too. Um, my friends need therapy for sure. I don't know if they get it. Like, I know I got a couple, like my home girl, uh, shout out to my home girl, Kylie. Uh, you know, there's like a couple people I know. I don't want to, I don't want to put people's personal names and shit out there, but a couple of my friends I know have tried out therapy but I know that some people struggle with it. Like what, like I have spoken about therapy openly or in, in, you know, private with people. And I've had people hit me up about where could they find a therapist? I've had two of one of my real best friends from back in home in Indiana asked me. And then one of, uh, one of my good friends, acquaintances, I wouldn't call him acquaintance. He's a good friend and he's a creative as well. Um, he asked me about therapy and I was just like, damn, you know, like people, people really, people really need therapy. People really want to talk about shit. People go through shit, man. And, uh, I mean, just, just, I, I would suggest anyone to go to therapy if they just feel like they're over the edge and they can't continue on, you know, uh, with, with certain situations where they, are they just really tr are trying to figure out how a certain thing in the past has affected them now and how it's still affecting them now then they got to go do that. You know what I mean? They got to go do that. It's important. Um, it's super, super important to, to go look out for therapy. Um, man, I'm really trying to figure out what other points I can give to you guys. This is going to be a shorter, a shorter pod podcast episode, as you guys know. I mean, I'm just really just talking about my experience on this. Um, I don't have any facts to give and, you know, it's, it's, it's imperative that I, that I maybe should have some facts, but I just felt like I wanted to talk about this today because the last week I've definitely had some, some thinking to do about a lot of shit in my life, you know, you know, losing another family member, um, trying to figure out where I'm trying to pinpoint everything for this podcast and for, for, for SW films and for the freelance work and, you know, uh, you know, personal life shit. It's all important. You know, it's all a big thing and see, like, you know, it's just, there's so much of things that still stick in my life and in my place right now, where it's like, you know, that I, you know, that, that is always going to bring up a consistent thought of like, damn, I should go back to therapy, you know, damn, I should really get this situation figured out and not have to deal with it. I should heal, you know, I should really fucking heal, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, yeah, I think that's that's kind of my whole thing about therapy, y'all. Like, you shouldn't let any of these problems and anything's like fester in your in your head because at the end of the day, you know, I seen I seen a post, I seen a couple posts. Uh, you know, I actually want to bring these up. I don't want to end this podcast hella early on some uh on some shit. I want to I want to bring up some topics too. So I tweeted something or I seen a tweet. And I was like, damn, this is uh, this is some real shit. <laughs> and uh, I tweeted and it said over it was a, I, I quote tweeted it. And it's, it's, I said, uh, well, I the tweet said overthinking will ruin your life. I read that and I was like, damn, that's kind of that's kind of true. <laughs> it's kind of crazy how fucking weird and wild and how true that is. But I'm like, damn, overthinking will ruin your life. If you guys have listened to my album, No Sweat Pimp, I talk about it a lot about overthinking literally the very first song on the on the on the on the album i talk about how uh 
if I could overthink myself to death, man, I'd probably do that shit. I say that. I say that a couple times. And I'm like, I really like, I say that a lot in that throughout the album. I don't say that particular quote a lot, but I talk about overthinking and just being in my head. I mean, it's just, I'm still in that space where I'll be overthinking a shit ton. And it's like, um, therapy helped me not to overthink as much. I'll say that. If, if there's one thing therapy did for me is it helped me to not overthink as much or to just, instead of overthinking something, I can critically think about something and, 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 you know, dissolve those of, of those issues, be absolved. I think that's the right word, right? Be absolved of those, of those problems in my head, you know, um, it was super important. Like I seen that and I was just like, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely true. I, I, I resonated with that right away. Um, and because I don't want to ruin my fucking life, you know, therapy, therapy seems like a, a viable option for me. If therapy is not the viable option for you, I just pray that whoever it is listening to this podcast, watching this podcast, that you cope the right way. You know, um, I am a firm believer that there, there's some times where you have to use negative energy to your benefit. Um, you know, and I mean, when I mean by to your benefit, I mean more of like you're using that negative energy to help boost up a beneficial project for yourself and a benefit, not a beneficial project. I'm saying that from, from hardest standpoint, but you're, you're using it to benefit in, in, in growth for yourself. You know, sometimes you have not even something, but you have to go through bullshit to grow. Like imagine if you were just winning consistently down the line, just winning nonstop. How the fuck are you going to grow? Brother losses I've took has helped me grow. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's just the big thing. And I think as a human being, as a, as, as a creative, as a, you know, to be excellent, you have to learn how to take a fucking, a uh, 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 cut to the shins every now and again. Right. Um, but you just have to, you have to cope better, you know, and, and I can't, you know, I can't judge anyone for how they choose to cope, but I just will say that you have to be aware, be, have self-awareness on, on how you're coping. Don't let that shit take control of you. Don't let negative shit take control of you. Therapy is a good start. I'll say that therapy is a good start for whatever you would wish to cope, cope about, you know, however you're coping with it. Um, but, uh, damn guys, I really don't have much else to say. I think I've said a lot for this pod. Um, I will say I am going to link, uh, down in the description below and on the screen, just some information that I think could be helpful for anybody, for anyone who is dealing with something in their head right now that is dealing with a, a, a grief that is dealing with heartache, whatever it might be. I do have some great information um, that is on the screen and linked below that you can go to just so, just so you can save yourself and, or save others. I think it's just super important. Um, remember to be excellent. Remember to be cinematic. Remember to, to take care of yourself. Remember to take care of others and to look out for yourself. Stay safe, stay dangerous, all that good shit. Um, and yeah, man, uh, you guys know what to do. Of course, follow all of my socials, RKL96, SW Films Production, and the Excellent Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube page, the Excellent Podcast, and as well as SW Films. Go follow our Vimeo page, all that kind of shit. Go 
like and save all the episodes on your podcast, Spotify, Apple, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, and I know it's a little different. It's not the most concise and, and, and uh, organized episode. It's really just something I wanted to do, which is a think piece of mine that I really wanted to talk about at the moment. And uh, I'm hoping that, you know, uh, we can delve into more conversations like this in the future. Um, yeah, you guys know what it is. Um, have a happy day, whatever day it might be when you're watching this. And of course, I will see you guys on the very next episode of Best in the Podcast. Now take it easy.